Thank you for joining me today on Hope for Heroes Texas. This is Brad Cornell, where we serve those who serve us as they carry the weight of the badge. It's gonna be a long one, another graveyard shift. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Brad Cornell here, Hope for Heroes TX. Hey, go to HopeForHeroesTX.org and check out what Hope for Heroes is doing. And of course, this is the podcast, The Weight of the Badge, where I bring on some incredible guests from all over the country. And I'm so honored and blessed today to have a gentleman on, a friend. He's a friend to many, actually. And uh, I'm just really honored and blessed to have him on today. And you've heard about him. I know if you live in Bernie area at all, and you've ever gone to Apache Rifle Works in Comfort, Texas, an amazing gun store. You're talking about a gun shop that is second to none. I mean, these guys build custom guns. I mean, they're hard to find weapons. They can group that baby into a one half inch at 100 yards. They've got an indoor pistol range. I mean, they've got weapons that you would not believe. And the owner... I'll tell you what, I, I I just don't even know what to say because he's done so many things so many, for so many people. The whole store does. And his dad, they started it. And then he is the founder, actually. And the uh, Paul Jr., Paul the Third, I should say. Uh, he's the president and founder of Apache Rifle Works. And I mean, he's got a beautiful wife, Taylor. He's got five. He's got a five-year-old son, Simon, a two-year-old daughter, Ava, and he's laid up in the garage at his house <laughs> in Bernie, Texas, because he, he's got a hurt foot, man. He did all kinds of operations on his foot. And it was the only way, you know, God works in amazing ways. And it's the only way I could pin this guy down because he is cooking <laughs> and out there growing and going and helping so many people. And that's what this not only this company, but this family is about loving, helping, caring. Uh, charities like Hope for Heroes is just one of many that they uh, that they help. And if you've, I know we've got people listening in Florida and in California. If you ever come here. Not that we want you to move here, but if you ever come here, you need to go to Apache Rifle Works because they are just, it's an experience. Not only their gun ranges and all the things, it's just when you walk in there, you can feel the spirit of God. You can feel the love and they actually care. So I just want to welcome to Hope for Heroes podcast, The Weight of the Badge today, Paul Duran III, founder and president of Apache Rifle Works right here in Comfort, Texas. Good morning, Brother Paul. Good morning, sir. I well, hell. I mean, I hell of an introduction. I really appreciate. It. <laughs> well, Thank I you could very go much. on for very, hours. Very blessed. <laughs> <laughs> well, top of the morning to you, brother. I know uh, you've got you had your foot operated on, and it's getting yep. better. But everybody wants to know how is Paul? It's good. Yeah, life is good. We're uh, you know got a good start to the year business wise, and uh, you know had to had to have a little bit of a little bit of uh, reconstructive work on my foot, which is uh, definitely a positive thing. Uh, I think keeping me chained down has probably been <laughs> probably been the hardest <laughs> thing. I, it drives me crazy, but I've also uh, really enjoyed being home with the kids and uh, and uh, have have really had a, a hell of a time doing that. So uh, I'm very blessed. Oh, I bet I bet uh, Simon and Ava are loving having daddy home. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Paul, like I said, it's uh, you've always been such a huge blessing and to hope for heroes and to so many people. And I know I wanted to tie you down and people wonder where'd Paul come from? How did this guy, how did he create not only an incredible um, business, but where your heart's at for first responders? I don't think many people know you were one and are one first responder. Sure. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about just how you got into the gun business and your knowledge, the wisdom that you have on guns is pretty amazing. I mean, you know, you're doing, you do custom guns. I mean, you do some things that you're going to do for our, and that's, ladies and gentlemen, just what he did for last year for our gala, Hope for Heroes gala was amazing. And then this year, on May 21st, he'll be doing some other weapons that we're going to be auctioning off. And But how did you get into the gun business and 
create this uh, amazing business, Paul? Well, you know, I, I, I kind of, I grew up in Poteet, Texas, um, and have lived kind of in the San Antonio area for most of my life. And, um, you know, a, a little bit of a jack of all trades. I've, I've, I've bartended. I was, I've been a, I worked in restaurants. I've been a mechanic. I've managed warehouses. So I've kind of done uh, washed cars. I've done a little bit of everything. And, uh, and, you know, as, as I got in a, a little older and stuff, we, uh, um, I, I was a professional firefighter for, uh, almost about four years. Mm. Um, you know, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, had a tough time getting a job cause you know, when I was younger and even still today, I mean, getting, uh, getting full-time jobs as a firefighter is very challenging. Uh, it's very, uh, it's a very, uh, dense, uh, dense field and, and everybody wants to get a full-time job everywhere. So, you know, uh, I, I had a hard time doing that and, uh, and, uh, you know, just got to the point where I was working too many jobs and, uh, I just had met my, well, at, at the time girlfriend, but now, now my wonderful wife, and, um, and had really, to be honest, um, just wasn't spending any time with her. I was just too busy working three jobs and, you know, trying to make ends meet you know, make, make, make a living. And so I, I decided to hang it up just because, uh, I had some other aspirations, even though I loved firefighting, I just didn't know. I didn't think I could make a future with my wife and as a family, you know, at, yeah. at the position where I was at at the time. So you just, and, so she, uh, did she have a little talk with you? You know? Yeah. She just told me, you know, I just, uh, she goes, you know, I, I can't, I can't be in a, in a long-term relationship with somebody I never see. And there's women, you know, cut out <laughs> for it. And there's women that aren't. Yeah. yeah. And, and she just, you know, was very honest with me and told me that that just was the case. So I, I, I just, you know, I loved her too much and, and I, I really did see a future with her. And I, I, uh, it was the best decision I ever made a decision that I do miss. I, you know, that's why I still volunteer, but yeah, now you uh, volunteer just so folks know you do volunteer at the Bernie fire department, correct? Yes, sir. Yep. Yes. I've, I've been there for, I think going on nine years this oh, year. Great. Um, and I, I've, I've, I've loved those guys. I've been a part of that and will be the part of it till they either kick me out or. <laughs> well, the good thing is too, when you and the wife get in an argument, you just go, that doesn't, I'm going to the fire department. <laughs> it's yeah, I, don't, I don't get off the hook that easy. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I'm so, going yeah, I'm we, sorry. No, you're good. We got that started and, uh, uh, you know, we, we had an idea, we had this piece of property out in comfort and my, my dad for quite a long time, I was helping uh, manage a, a small little construction company he had. Uh, he'd asked me what we wanted to do with it. And initially it was a warehousing or whatever. And he, he asked me if there was one thing we could do for Kendall County that, that they didn't have at the time and was really to, you know, what would you do? And I said, well, you know, I'd really like to open up a, a first class gun shop, but with an emphasis on machining and gunsmithing, you know, real gun geeks, guys who really know their, their way around stuff. And I said, that's what I do. I'd open up a little shooting range and you know, have a, just a really wonderful place centered around customer service, which, you know, in my experience through gun shops, you know, as I was younger, you know, customer service has always been something that just was always lacking. You know, it was never that five-star restaurant service. Um, and, you know, people just don't, don't treat people nice. And, and uh, that's in many industries, but that's kind of why we started it, uh, was to make a difference and to change the industry and get some young guys in there doing some, uh, you know, innovative stuff. Well, you sure do that. And how do you get, how do you find all the different guns? I mean, how'd you get that wisdom that you've got in the gun business? I mean, cause you really do have a, a knack for finding things. What you know, people can't, <laughs> if people tell me I couldn't find this gun and Paul Duran found it for me. I mean, is it just the, <laughs> the, the, the relationships you have around the country or a little, a little bit of it's that, you know, we, we, you know, when I started out in, you know, kind of getting into guns, um, I'd always been in guns since I was younger. I, I went to, I graduated Texas military Institute, 
um, in 2007. And, uh, and I was in the, as I was in the rifle team there, shot competitively, got out, you know, kept shooting competitively, but I, I didn't know a lot about guns. I was very mechanically inclined and I really couldn't afford buying a bunch of guns, you know, when, when I was younger. And so I, I, I get a gun, I'd take it apart, I'd rebuild it. And then I, 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 traded on texas gun traders a great little website when i was younger and and i get another one and i do the same thing and i would just rotate my guns and i would modify them i'd sell them for a little extra and then take that money and buy another gun and, and so i just you know kind of built my interest with what i had available to me and uh and took guns apart and you know learned how to how to I, i'm a completely self-taught gunsmith a lot of people don't know that mm-hmm. um i'm a self-taught machinist and uh you know nothing against guys who go to school it's just uh, that's just the way that I did it. And, uh, I've been very, very lucky to, uh, to, to obtain that knowledge. And, uh, and, and then, you know, as we've grown since we started, you know, that just those relationships that we formed in places, you know, and that's, it's not a me thing. It's a, you know, our team, Apache, uh, uh, the guys that work at Apache, especially AJ and stuff, we've created some wonderful relationships with, you know, many distributors and, and individual, uh, individuals across the industry. And, uh, the, the industry is very small. It's a lot smaller than people think. Um, and so everybody knows everybody. Yeah. And, uh, and so we've been very lucky to, to form some of those relationships, which gives us access sometimes to some, some really hard to find stuff. And, uh, you know, we're very lucky because, you know, we nurture those relationships a lot. So it's give and take. So if we get, if, if we, if we, we get a little bit, we always try to give back. So. Well, you do a lot of giving back, that's for sure, and that's really a, a blessing to this whole city. And that, well, from San Antonio to Kerrville to all over the place, I mean, you're giving to different charities and always helping us. Now, how'd you come up with? Because you've got an amazing uh, operation at at, uh, at Apache, where you've got a really a state of the art pistol range. I mean, is that is that kind of your yeah. unique uh, build? You know, so so you know, we really tried to do things a little simply. You know, it's a you know, I really think what makes us first class is just keeping the place tidy and clean. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, of course, everybody's definition of first class is, is different. You know, the, I'll, uh, um, there's, there's some ranges in San Antonio that has some very, very nice, uh, range facilities, very, uh, state of the art, a lot of, uh, a lot of electronics and stuff like that. And, you know, we just went for a simpler approach. We wanted something, something very clean. Uh, we wanted to keep something tidy and well, well built that could take a lot of abuse. That's, you know, doesn't intimidate people when they come in, you know, us hill country folk, you know, we're a little simpler and, uh, and we like, we like things simple and that's the kind of, you know, there's nothing worse than, you know, being, being an old timer in, in this area, in this area, and then walking into a place that has nothing but computers in it. It is intimidating. And we, we wanted to bring some new feel with the gun shop in with a little bit of the old school. Um, because you know, a lot of our, a lot of the, the history of the firearms, uh, world is really steeped in, in that, that, uh, in, in, in the historical aspects of, of, of the world wars we fought. And, you know, that's where a lot of the innovations came from. And so we try to try to give, give a nod to, to the old school part of our industry. Well, you take first class to the next level though, because even though it's simple, <laughs> sometimes, you know, simple is so much better. We get tired of, of all the computer, all the stuff, because it's not realistic. That's what I like about uh, your, your place. It's it's real, even though it's simple, but it's still, you're not, you know, your family. And I'll tell you what's really great is you're family friendly. I mean, the yes. whole family can walk in there and everybody could not feel intimidated. The wife's like, okay, I got this. You know, they're kind of scared at first. And, uh, and so sure. that's, that's really great that you've, uh, you know, that you've taken it that way. Now, Paul, I know that you, is there anything you guys can't do when it comes to the gun industry, when it comes to building guns, uh, uh, engraving guns? I mean, all the things that you do. There, 
there are some things, of course, we'd, we'd choose not to do. And, and of course, you know, it's, it's, there are specialties in the gun industry that, you know, especially working on guns that there's just, you know, being jack of all trades is great until you start to lose some focus in what you're really good at. Yeah. And, and I think we, you know, in order to do our customers a service, um, we, the one thing we don't really do a lot of is under like over and under work, uh, for shotguns, shotguns are really intricate. Um, there's a lot of hand fitting and there's just guys better out there. Um, than us in it and uh they're hard to find (laughs) so maybe maybe being good at it in the future is something we might do um but right now we're so inundated with everything else we try to make sure that the services we do offer we're we're dedicated to them 100 percent and uh you know i just don't believe in diving into something you know 50 percent just to make people happy because at the end of the day it actually doesn't work out for either of us Um, (laughs) no you're right you know we'd rather send people somewhere that's really good but but you know for the most part we we do a, I mean, probably 75 to 80% of the gunsmithing services available we offer. And every year we try to grow a little bit more and take a little bit of a bigger bite out and offer something new. Yeah, well, that's great. You know, and you do have an awesome team just for ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, and when you go into Apache Rifle Works right here in Comfort, in Comfort, Texas, right there on Highway 10, before you get to the Comfort Exit, you'll see them on the right hand side, big flags up in front. I mean, you're not going to want to miss this. But I mean, you, your guys, your team, I should say, not your guys, but you know, your family. You kind of are a family yeah, there. My family. Your yep. family. They're, uh, they really do make you feel good because it's hard to run you down because, you, man, you're, you're cranking all over the place. But those guys really <laughs> do care. So I want folks to know that you do have a great family of, of people Thank working you. together there. Well, I'll tell you that, you know, the only reason I've been able to take some time off, you know, and get, get some, some, this, the surgery, take care of some other things I've needed to do is because I have a good team mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, the, that place would not be without, you know, what it is without them. Yeah. Um, you know, I may be the idea guy and the guy who helps make the shit call the shots every day. Um, but when we make decisions, we make them as a team and those guys are extremely talented at what they do. And, uh, and the only reason we exist is because of those guys. Man, you're, you're, you're a blessing brother. I mean, you do give people the credit for what they do. So uh, folks, I just wanted to make sure you knew all about Apache rifle works and knew how it operated and what it was all about. Now, Paul, about you, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any secrets. Your wife wouldn't tell me, but, uh, but I just want you know, you, you, and I'm not trying to flatter you're doing, but you do have a heart that not like not like people a lot of people do you give back all the time where'd that because the that. first responders where'd that all come from because you help so many people i mean what is that what is your core values you know something you know my, my dad raised me you know since i was younger and he's lived in this kind of com- in this community you know, there's not a lot of communities like this one right um and you know when we when we finally came into bernie and i i I kind of, you know, got out of elementary school and he started getting involved in the business, you know, his businesses here in this County, um, that he, that he was kind of operating, you know, just being a part of, you know, watching him be a part of galas and giving back money and doing things to help people. And, you know, that's just, it's, it's also all been in my nature since I was younger. That's why I wanted to be a first responder is because I wanted to be, I wanted to be that guy, you know, the guy who, you know, you know, when, when you pass the first responders on the highway and they're helping people at a car accident, I wanted to be that guy. Yes. And I, I couldn't serve in the military because I had, you know, of course I had some eyesight issues. I had some foot and ankle issues, of course, that I'm dealing with today, you know, and, uh, and then, you know, my dad also, you know, he, he went, he was a Vietnam veteran he oh. went through, through war and, and he told me, he goes, son, you know, I know it's honorable. I know you want to, but you know, 
he goes, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. And, you know, if you sign up, this is what's going to happen. And at the end of the day, I just had too much respect to disobey him. His wishes were that I didn't go. Oh, and go. I just, you know, I, I, I could have done my thing and defied him and, and, hey, you know, complete. I have a tremendous amount of respect. And I think guys who are in the military, even though I know not all of the jobs are, are glorious and what they do, I think I, I look up to those guys so much. My brother-in-law, uh, he's actually deployed right now in Saudi Arabia. And, uh, I just think they're the coolest dudes ever. You know, yeah. I think, you know, even though a lot of pipe people say that about firefighting and stuff, I just think those boys out there doing, doing the, doing the hard work for our country, just man, hold them on a pedestal. Yes. Um, and so, you know, kind of going through that part of my life, um, and just kind of being ingrained and in helping people. I just, I just believe that if you, if you don't give of yourself genuinely, not for a return, right. if you don't give of yourself, it's just, you can't just take in this world. There's too many takers and selfish people. And, uh, I just, it just goes against my moral code and, you know, for forever until the day I die and I'm to, until I'm not able, I will give back even it's of a, a little time and labor, you know, I'll do my best to give back to people. It's just what we all should do. Well, thank you for that, Paul. Thank you because you do. And, and a lot of people want to give to you and you're so humble. It's hard to give to you. You know, it's just amazing people like you so much. You're trying to give and give and you give and give and give and give to you. You're like, no, no, no. You thought, yeah. you know, <laughs> I can't help it. I, 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 hate, I don't want to be rude sometimes. I'm like, no, it's all good. We're, you know, we do this because we want to do it. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, hey, let me ask you real quick. This kind of a different subject. What are you? What's happening? So that we know out here, as uh, simple folk, what's happening with the Second Amendment? How do you see that in your gun business? You know, it's 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 kind of a it's the gun business is so interesting, and, and of course, it re, it revolves a, a lot around our, our rights as Americans, and uh, of course, very very politically driven when it comes to you know the surges of buying and the way the business works but you know there's always there's always laws being tried to be you know trying to be passed that infringe on our rights and you know our rights to carry and there's so many different debates you know i see i see this country and, and it's it's really state driven you know of course the, the federal laws of course apply to everybody mm-hmm. But when you really look at, at the states that you live in, they're really, uh, that's where you'll find a significant difference in different gun laws. And, you know, for the most part, most of the country's got really solid gun laws. Um, but, but I really think that the, the, the two A's, the, 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 our, our, the, the amendment of being able to carry guns is always under attack. It's just kind of what it is. Um, there's people that, you know, don't, you know, understand why this industry exists, why we have to have what we have. Um, and you know, again, not to get into politics too much, but you look at what's happening in Ukraine and the things that are happening over there. I'm sure that that whole situation is very, very complex, way more complex than any of us see on any news outlet, um, or any, any, any articles that we read. But, you know, the one thing that, you know, the world's a volatile place, you know, it's, uh, we definitely, uh, um, always need to protect it as much as we can. And, uh, and right now there, there's some great advocates for that. There's some great organizations. The NRA really is not a bad organization, but there are, there are uh, the farms coalition group is probably one of the biggest, um, organizations that really go out and do their best to lobby for us and, you know, help, uh, help just keep kind of rights around. And, but there's always, always something, you know, but they're solid, you know, they're solid for the most part. Well, that's good to <laughs> know. I mean, right. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Cause people aren't sure what to support. And when someone like you, that's in the heart, you know, in the heat of battle and doing your different in, in that industry, it's great for us to know out here as civilians of, uh, you yeah. know, who we should support. Cause you don't know you hear NRA, but then you hear all the different challenges they got going on. And you kind of sit out Correct. here like a pool full of carp. <laughs> don't know what to do. You know, like just sit here. So uh, 
Uh, I really appreciate the fact that you, you know, that you kind of keep abreast of all what's going on. And folks, if you want to know anything about those things, you can always call Paul or their guys and they can, or go to, you know, when you go to, to Apache, you know, you do, do have a lot of information that people need to, they need to know something they can is, is there anything, Paul, you just like to let the public know? I don't care if it's first responders, if it's just where your heart lies um, of what we need to see in the future. You know, I, I tell you, the, the, the the world is becoming a crazier place day by day and uh you know the 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 reasons are vast but um you know just be kind to one another you know if you're if you're not a first responder you're somebody that you know that's just around you know think think a police officer you know for what they do think a think firefighter what they do you don't have to go give people money money money's hard to get around these days especially with everything going on but you know sometimes a simple thank you or a pat on the back or keep doing a good job goes a long way um but even being good to your fellow man you know there's just so much uh there's just you know, people just don't know how to be kind anymore. They don't know how to be selfless. And, uh, you know, I just challenge everybody, uh, to go and, and do that, do one thing a day that's selfless, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, if we all did that, it'd be amazing. We'd probably change the world. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Paul. And, and hope for heroes is honored and blessed to be, to have you as a friend and to have you as a, as someone that, uh, helps us when we need help. You're right there for us to, to, uh, give us a hand. I want to thank you for that. We're honored. Yeah, it's one of my big, my pleasure. I'll tell you one of the greatest things is when you come to the, when you come to our gala and you're the, you stand next to the auctioneer. I feel so good because I know that if anybody has a question about that gun, they don't have to worry about getting the answer. <laughs> so <laughs> I could do it. Well, you know, I'm also being, being off my feet. I've really focused on, and on getting a little slim and trim and get back into shape. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll be, uh, I'll be looking, uh, looking prime time, ready to go. Uh, You'll be looking hot. Uh, all right, Kayla. Paul, we're going to all want to go to, we're going to all want to go to Apache just to see you. <laughs> well, brother, oh, man. God bless you. Thank you for taking the time on your busy schedule to, uh, to, to have a conversation with me and uh, on Hope for Heroes and the weight of the badge because it uh, is the weight of the badge in a lot of different areas. You know, you, uh, we all carry it to a certain degree when we're doing something for other people and you're being a, you're a first responder. You are a, you're one of our heroes, brother. And I just want you no, to know that as a you. firefighter and what you do for this country and what you do for this, this uh, city and uh, what you do for so many is not, does not go unnoticed and so uh we thank you well, I, of course all of I our appreciate yeah you bet you and all of our praise and glory always goes to god because uh, he's the one that built us so we thank you and uh ladies and gentlemen we want to thank you again for listening to the weight of the badge and we will be back again Hey, so glad you joined me today. Now you're going to want to follow us because we've got some upcoming episodes that you're not going to want to miss. See you then. Of the bad.